Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The countdown is on. I mean, it's less than 24 hours to go, people. One day more, another day, another destiny. This never-ending road to Calvary. These men who seem to know my crime will surely come a second time. One day more. Less than 24 hours in the term of Donald Trump. And I think a good question is, what is going to be the legacy? Not the legacy that some media apparatchik decides to put on it, but how it's going to play out. And the answer is, well, that all depends on who writes the history books. I cannot say it enough. Get into education. Be teachers. Work in colleges. Work in universities. The seeding of these things has led to what it is we see today. What do you think the way back is? You've heard me talk repeatedly about the need for culture for creating film and television that's more than just a guy looking in the camera and screaming about politics. Where's the musicianship? Where's the art? I've talked about creating a production company. I'm moving forward on this. I look forward to the big dollar donors. Some people have been lovely (laughs) and saying, hey, I'd love to help. No, we need to fund properly. When the left wants to fund something, oh, it's a millions of dollars. Let's go. What's happening on the political right? How long will you be shy? And I can appreciate it. You got a business to worry about. You got a life to worry about. People are going to come after you. Yeah. So you 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 live in the in in the shadows. It's no way to live. They came after Parlor. Parlor did what they had to do, and you know what they did. They teamed up with the Russians because it turns out the Russians value free speech more than Amazon. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. Parler is working its way back and the way that they are doing it is they are working with uh, some, some Russians to get to get back up and running. I love how Reuters does the story. Uh, the group that they are working with, uh, DDoS Guard, provides services including protection from distributed denial of service attacks. That's what DDoS means. Distributed denial of service. They've worked with other racist, rightists, and conspiracy sites that have been used by mass murderers to share messages. Um... Parlor is racist, so criminally insane as to be believed. But honestly, what do you expect? I saw someone write about Turning Point USA as an extremist group. Guys, take a breath. Right? Turning Point USA is run by Charlie Kirk. I have only met Charlie Kirk once in my life. Uh, I, I, I'm not part of, of the organization. 
I've spoken at one of their events, a college campus uh, near where I live. And I, and I would again, because when I get invited to speak and as long as they can pay the fee, I go. Right? The extremist group is just laughable. Laughable. There could be things about Kirk you don't like or others you don't like. This group of college students, an extremist group, is 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 madness. If you're okay with boycott, divestment, and sanction, you're opposed to Turning Point USA, chances are we've got a problem. <laughs> I mean, we're going to talk extremist groups. Right? What was it? Jews for voice, Jewish voices for Palestine or something? But but if you think they're okay and Turning Point is the extremist group, there's there's not much helping you. I'm going to keep trying, though. I swear I am. It's weird that they would have to go to the Russians to be able to engage free speech in the United States. In the United States. But that's, that's, that's what's happening. It should be something that we look at and say, this is simply wrong. But you should understand that other people are standing up too. Public radio. There are not one, not two, but three public radio stations that have dropped uh, what's called The Daily. The Daily is a podcast from the New York Times. They don't run it anymore. Why? Because of the caliphate. They had this podcast called Caliphate, and they had this person from who was formerly with ISIS, maybe still with ISIS, and talking about all the things going on. Um, it was all myth. It was a myth. They made it up. They didn't. The person they were interviewing wasn't in ISIS. But what's the point then? Of distributing it? Like, did they know? Either they got played, Ari, or they didn't care. Because it made for a good story and humanized despicable people. How about the fact that the host, Michael Barbaro... His fiance was the executive producer. And the University of Texas news talk station in Austin, KUT, dropped the show because they remained concerned about the lapses in judgment that occurred. So you have three public radio stations dropping the New York Times because they did not live up to an ethical or journalistic standard. They're standing up, and I applaud them like you wouldn't believe. Sometimes I, I, I may not applaud, be like, hey, they're doing, they're entitled to do this. They are entitled to do this. Right? This, this, this entire conversation is madness. But they deserve everything that they get. They'll, they're standing up. It's why business owners have to stand up. There's a story about, um, Mike Lindell, he's the guy who owns my pillow. I've interviewed this dude. He's a little wackadoo. But when I interviewed him, seemed harmless. I guess he had an interview. He had a one-on-one with President Trump, and supposedly there was stuff on his notes about martial law. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see the notes. Right? I, I have no idea. No, there's gonna be no martial law. Stop it. No, I'm not calling for martial law. Stop it. Stop it, my dear people. Don't be crazy. But now, uh, it was a Bed Bath & Beyond and Coles and another group. They're like, oh, we're not going to carry my pillow anymore. Wayfair. 
with Wayfair, they're not going to get, all right, they're not going to carry my pillow anymore. I guess people are going to have to go direct. I actually asked producer Ari, if my pillow came to us and said, hey, we'd like to be an advertiser, what, should I take them? And producer Ari is like, are they paying you? I'm like, well, yeah, they, they, they would pay me. You advertise on the show, you, you, you pay. That, that's it. And he's like, absolutely. Absolutely positively. People like the MyPillow. They got the sheets and everything else. Right? I mean, maybe it's going to make some people angry. Some people are like, hey, let the guy believe what he wants to believe. As long as he makes a good pillow, I don't really care. Which is the way I feel about most things. Right? As long as you make a good product that I can use. I have never once asked a distiller of bourbon, hey, what's your politics? No, I haven't, I've never asked that question. It never, it never dawned on me to ask that question. I ask questions about the bourbon. I ask questions about the distilling process. I ask questions about, you know, the char on the barrel. Right, bourbon, the all-American drink, is, is corn, right? 51% corn, and it is, is put into a first-use American charred oak barrel. So they, they char it, right? They heat uh, the barrel, and it kind of moves the flavor. So how long that char is, you can get different flavors. Adding heat, actual, adding actual flame to the inside of the barrel. Sometimes it's just a few seconds. Sometimes it's 10 to 15 seconds. Some people do these really, really deep chars, seeing what kind of flavors they can get from, from the wood, and then it's question of how long you leave it in the barrel and letting uh the, the the juice extract what it is that nature creates from the wood and then you could do things like for example the woodford reserve double oaked which is it goes from one barrel to another barrel taking out of that barrel what nature intended which is pretty fantastic i i you guys know i talk bourbon a lot eat drink smoke the podcast uh, radio show we're on like 60 plus stations across the country i do i do that in my spare time i do a morning show in indianapolis of course we're here and then i do eat drink smoke in in my spare time when i'm not doing tv stuff and and and, and other things it's it i like what i like people that's all there is to it all there is to it but i've never asked those people about their politics it's just never never dawned on me but is this where we are now? Is this the first conversation that gets asked? Before anything, tell me about your politics. Is this, is this what we do now? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think that, that Lindell is going to have to worry. I think that the people who are uh, boycotting him are boycotting him. I don't know who works at the company and makes those pillows, all the jobs that he's created. People who never created a job boycotting a guy who has created jobs is always, to me, laughable. But if people want to use the my pillow and do the thing, sure. Now, maybe I wouldn't support a product made by a guy who was a communist. But communist capitalist is different than whether or not you're a little fringy here or a little fringy there. I think this about the election, but I think people should live their lives with, without government interference, is uh, very different than you cannot question the election and some people shouldn't be allowed to speak freely. Oh, Lord, we're, we're, we're creating the MyPillow standard. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, they, have, they, they, they haven't asked yet. Well, it, not, not directly. It's, it, it, a conversation came up. You'll know soon enough. But standing up is everything.
standing up and saying we don't want this we want to speak freely we want to engage properly we want to share content as we see fit man you gotta stand up for that and more people on the political right need to do it culture is everything culture is all the things that's why you need to become teachers and musicians and artists and actors and producers. I'm working the producer angle. I suggest you get cracking. I'm Tony Katz. So they went about vetting National Guard members at the Capitol. You know, they've got 20, 25,000 people at the Capitol in a ridiculous display of theater. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Twitter, and Instagram. Tony Katz, that's what you do. Oh, I can't believe I said Twitter and Instagram. I've been so good at that. Yeah, listen, you can still follow me on Twitter, but you know, you don't have to. It's cool. It's cool. I hear you. I see you. I see you, Boo Bear. We're totally fine. We're going to have some uh, places that you can be following uh, soon enough. Some very cool stuff coming in uh, 2021. But there, I mean, this this idea that you would, you know, do this and vet them. And there are members of the Department of Defense saying this is standard and this is normal. What's not normal is um, is Steve Cohen, congressman from Tennessee. I mean, a real, uh, this is a dude I haven't liked for a good long time. This is the guy who was it, it, was it either during impeachment or it was during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, thought that uh, Republicans were chickens. So he brought a bucket of KFC to the floor and was eating it. So funny. Right? And we started calling him KF Steve. I mean, he's just a, a, a loser. Well, this was him on CNN. Morning, I was reading about this on the on my t- Twitter account, I guess, and people were reminding people of Anwar Sadat and Indira Gandhi, who were killed by her own their own people. Um, you know, I was thinking the guard is ninety some odd percent, I believe, male. Um, only about twenty percent of white males voted for Biden. You got to figure that in the guard, which is predominantly more conservative, and I see that on my social media, and we know it. They're probably not more than 25% of the people that are there protecting us who voted for Biden. The other 75% are in the class that would be uh, the, the large class of folks who might want to uh, uh, do something. And- you see, all those National Guard guys can't be trusted because they're white and men and they didn't vote for Biden. So you got to check them. Now, even the host who was doing this interview, Jim Shooter over there at CNN, was like, yeah, you can't really say that about it people you did 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 some level of, of pushback and i will at least appreciate uh, that right there i don't know if it's standard to vet all these people it's certainly not standard to say hey uh you're national guard but you're a white man so therefore you're a bigot and you're gonna try and kill joe biden they have relieved two national guard members of of uh their duty to do this right said sorry you can't be there because they belong to some kind of fringe group i didn't even catch what the groups were Two. It's so ugly and despicable what's going on. And I have said, and I mean, I think that it's theater. But the Army Secretary, Ryan McCarthy, saying that the response to the Capitol riot being hampered by an archaic system. And the system is, quote, 
overly bureaucratic. Almost arcane and overly bureaucratic. Too many people are involved with the decision and ultimately no one, one single person responsible. It makes it very difficult and slow in the response. That's why Capitol Police didn't shoot rubber bullets at people trying to attack the Capitol? You didn't have one person to say fire rubber bullets? You didn't have Capitol uh, Police say go out there, flank, uh, on the right flank, and just start shooting? Tony, why would you favor shooting Americans? I'm not favoring shooting anybody. I am favoring protecting the Capitol, just like I favor business owners protecting their business, just like I favor the police in Seattle clearing out the Chaz Chop, just like I favored the police in Indianapolis handling things before the riot started. By the way, this is a city that won't admit that police officers were told to stand down. Nobody will answer the question. Were cops in Indianapolis, Indiana, for two nights told to stand down? Where the bloody hell was the National Guard? Where was the governor? The mayor wasn't even in a command center. He was at home with his whoopee taking a nap. <sighs> Relax, Tony. Find your center. There you go. Nobody had the ability to say, kill him? No, you don't get to storm the Capitol. <laughs> you don't get to do it. The one place where I'll agree with people, doesn't matter their side of the aisle, is why did this happen? So they, they want to claim that it's racism. I don't buy into that one, right? It's Hanlon's razor. Never, never attribute to malice what can be attributed to general stupidity. Well, this is what uh, the Army Secretary is saying. It's exactly what he's saying. Our system is overly bureaucratic. Oh, what are we talking nuts? What madness is this? I'm only hoping they could be overly bureaucratic in the IRS and never actually get to thinking they need my tax dollars. That, that's my dream. It's a, to me, this is such a non-excuse. I mean, it's, it's, it's to an extent insulting. I, uh, I'm not buying one man's thesis. You're not buying from Facebook because they've stopped these ads. The question is, what are we going to do about it? I've got that story coming up. I'm Tony Katz. Janet Yellen, who is going to be the Treasury Secretary in the world of Joe Biden. Oh, she is convinced. Raising the minimum wage is going to be great. Just terrific. I don't know what she's thinking. Or who she thinks she could be convincing with the idea that raising the minimum wage is going to bring any value whatsoever. It's just radical mythology saying right now, we have millions of American workers who are putting their lives on the line to keep their communities functioning, and sometimes even working multiple jobs, aren't earning enough to put food on the table and a roof over their heads, and they are suffering in countless ways, especially during this pandemic, and really struggling to get by. And raising the minimum wage would really help many of those workers. Or being open 
would help them. This idea that just handing people money is the answer. Giving up on capitalism altogether is Janet Yellen. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Yes, yes, you can still use Facebook. Just don't advertise there, and I'll explain that to you in a second. It's time to use these people the way they use us. But this is mythology from from Janet Yellen. Just a huge radical mistake raising the minimum wage helps no one no one the minimum wage does two very awful things it puts government in the place of being business's silent partner and ruining them preventing them from growth and taking dollars out of their pockets and deciding what to do with it as opposed to letting the owner decide what to do with it remember this is Bastiat Frederick Bastiat uh, it's, it's, it's economics the idea of what is seen and what is unseen right what is seen is that the money goes to the employee and now they're making more money. What is unseen is all of the things that could have been done with that money. Hiring marketing, buying more equipment. You gave the money to people, agreed. You forced it out of the business owner's hand. They didn't get a choice in that. And it's now taken from all the other things they could have done to grow a business. What is seen and what is unseen. This is all goes about uh, the, the, the uh, broken window parable. To not recognize that is to not understand the very basics. Well, Tony, these people need help. I'm not arguing uh, the, the idea of help. I'm arguing that this is no way to actually help people. This is contrary to the idea of helping people. We'll just give them money. The money isn't yours to give. You're giving them my money. If you, Janet Yellen, want to go give people checks, go give people checks. Why are you even telling me? What kind of egomaniac are you that you got to let me know? Go give people checks. Don't do it for the credit. Do it because you think it's the right thing to do. No, you want me to give a check. You want to decide for me what's best to do with my money. That's a problem. That's an obscenity. That's wrong. The people pushing for $15 an hour minimum wage don't know thing one about economics. They want to tell you it's a living wage. Not in the slightest. They couldn't have that argument if their lives depended on it in any kind of rational way. I'll do it on air. I'll do it in private. I'll do it in front of an audience of 10,000 people. Makes no difference. There's no such thing as the living wage. It is not real. But remember, this applies to everything that Janet Yellen believes. She thinks there has to be a big coronavirus relief package, only proving that Democrats love Wall Street and Wall Street loves Democrats. Right? That's, the, that's clearly what this is. She says the U.S. economy has to be rebuilt so that it creates more prosperity for more people and ensures that American workers can compete in an increasingly competitive global economy. They can if the businesses are open. And if you want to actually work on growing an economy, let's do certain smart things, like bringing drug manufacturing back to the United States. What we do is drug development. We do that very well. Manufacturing is different. 
and that needs to be taken out of China and brought to the U.S. Now, you could, for supply chain reasons, have drug manufacturing in India. But you got to take it out of China. Pluck it right out. Pluck that right out. That's, that's my sound for plucking. Pluck it right out. And drop it into the Midwest. We still have Midwest governors that aren't trying to get this done? That's shocking to me. That is shocking to me. That we've got people who aren't looking to build this business and grow this opportunity. Right? That's big mistake. Big, 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 huge mistake. So, by the way, will be the idea of another relief package. $1,400 not enough. You want to do Representative Ocasio-Cortez's 2000 Do I hear three? I mean, if we're giving out checks, I'd say 5500 Producer Ari would happen to love a $5,500 check. Oh, sure. All right, he's going to be like, thank you, please. Thank you. That'd be great. <laughs> I, I wouldn't complain. I've got a family, so we're going we're gonna to just make b -b 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 bank Bank! Except that's not how economics works. This isn't how it works. And we shouldn't be people who are cheering this. Now, this brings us to the story of Facebook ads. And a story that I remind you at the start, you can find us, Tony, at TonyCats.com. Why do I bring up the email address? Facebook has decided ahead of Inauguration Day that they will not be selling ads or providing ads for gun saves or gun holsters through January 22nd. Out of what? An abundance of caution, this according to a blog post from two Facebook executives. What's wrong with a gun safe? What's, what, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with a, with a holster? What in the world is wrong with a holster? Why can't you sell that? Abundance of caution. Oh, I get it. You're a bunch of pansies. I mean, you're wimps. You're buying into all this insanity at the Capitol, the 20,000 plus the theater going on. I don't want any violence, and I totally believe in security. Maybe we've gone a little overboard. We can say that. We see you. Now you're not going to sell gun saves or, 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 or gun holsters? Right, they don't want to sell uh, my pillow at, at at Bed Bath and Beyond. You know how many people are going to buy my pillows now through the roof? Maybe we should be selling my pillows, pretty sorry. Let me get on that right away. Promo code Tony. No, it's, it's we don't we don't have a deal yet, so please. But if you sell a gun safe, if you sell holsters, stop advertising on Facebook. Advertise right here. Advertise on your local radio station. Work with, with, with local talent or, or regional national talent and then get and then put yourself on, um, on, uh, 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 with, with them in, in whatever social media they still have available. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Don't you dare spend your money with Facebook anymore. We're going to use Facebook. We're going to use them like they've been using us for years. But don't you dare spend your money with them. You don't spend your money, you spend it right here. Tony at TonyCats.com. Your local station.
wherever it may be, wherever you're hearing this show right now, that's where you spend your dollars. That's where you say, call them up and say, hey, uh, I was just listening to Tony, and uh, yeah, we should, we should totally have our, our gun safes or, or our holsters on, on his show. How do we make this happen? Why? Because it's wrong for Facebook to play in this, in this world. Facebook is going to act woke, and they're going to pick certain businesses that they can provide harm to. I don't think we should have, I don't think we should reward that. I don't think we should, I don't think we should look at that and say, you know what, let's keep spending there. I think you should, you can't take it all away, take part of it away. I mean, take all of it away, but take part of it away. Because they arbitrarily took you away. And they did it for woke reasons, not fact, not anything that actually engages safety. I thought we wanted people to have gun safes so the weapons would be away from the kids. Don't you want a working holster? The last thing you want is something that's loose or or ill-fitting to your firearm. Inside the waistband, outside the the, the waistband, depends on where you want to be. You're not one of these people who wear it in the back, do you? No, 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 no. You're not one of these people who wear it in the front, do you? Would you please get a grip? Holsters and safes? This is everything we should want to be selling. Facebook says no because of the uh, inauguration. Come. Come, sell your product. We're happy to help and help you help you reach an audience. Your local radio station is ready for you. Email me, Tony at TonyCats.com. We'll make it happen. I'm Tony Katz. Faith restored by a CBS News digital reporter. Tony Katz, it's good to be with you. Tony Katz today. Glenn Kessler, a sycophant over at the Washington Post. He's their fact checker, don't you know? Uh, Writing about, uh, talking about an article, an opinion piece on Jen Psaki, P-S-A-K-I. She's going to be the White House press secretary. She was there with Obama. Get ready for reality-grounded White House press briefings. That's what he puts out on social media. She responds, this isn't how we in the press should be framing things. Of course we want a good working relationship, and I certainly hope this press office has a better relationship with the truth. But it's our job to diligently question the Biden administration, too. Oh, well, look at that. Isn't that everything you want to hear? Because that's not right now what it looks like we're going to be getting. It does not look like that's going to be where people are at. Uh, There's also uh, an announcement that the Biden team has announced the formation of a White House Gender Policy Council. Oh, no. A Gender Policy Council? You, you, You mean a council that's going to tell girls in high school that they have to accept boys competing in uh in girl sports and they just have to shut up about it that's that's it right 
that I'm assuming that's what we're we're getting to. I'm assuming that's what it's going to be. The White House Gender Policy Council. There seem to be so many sub-genres that uh, the Biden team is focused on that have nothing to do with how the country runs. And let me help some people with this. I cannot eradicate racism in the United States, and by the way, neither can Representative Jamal Brown, neither can Ibram Kendi, neither can any of these people. They can't. I can't eradicate anti-Semitism for America. Can't do it. It's still going to be there. Bigots are still going to be there. Rashida Tlaib will still be right where she is in Congress. What I can do is talk about it and take note of it. What I can do is recognize that the Constitution allows us a better way. And that we are allowed uh, to engage in conversation. We have these freedoms and people can't take them from us. And that, yes, it is still better to have a Constitution that talks about what government cannot do to us rather than what government must do for us. Because then they get to decide the manner in which it is done. And when they decide the manner, it is always the worst manner. Take a look at Russia in the days of communism and ask yourself what's better. Government housing? Everyone should get a house? Well, everyone doesn't get to live in a mansion. You get the, the, the concrete box and it's three families to a box. What did you think you were going to get? Private bathrooms? What's better? You wait online for bread or bread waits online for you? Because that's what happens right now. Bread waits in the stores. Hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of loaves of bread. They just sit there. And then people come by with their carts. They throw some bread in. Or you know what? They don't even have to have a cart. They just show up to the supermarket because they ordered online. And here comes somebody out with the bread. Boom. Or you show up to Panera Bread. It's got it in the title. And you see all the loaves of bread. And you're like, son of a gun. That's a lot of bread. What they favor in their ideas of equality don't bring value. They push everybody down to the bottom. They cannot handle that things like the natural lottery are true. Some people are born athletic and some aren't. And some people are born healthy and some aren't. And some people are born attractive and some aren't. And that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. That's the the reality. Harsh, maybe. Better, yes, because when it is decided, well, we have to equal these things out, and you get into a Harris Bergeron kind of world, as Kurt Vonnegut wrote about, you end up with garbage, with nobody being free and nobody having an opportunity to build and grow and outkick the coverage on whatever their quote-unquote deficiency is. Because the deficiency is decided via the 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 constitution or the or or the or government is the thing they have to fix. Well, if they have to fix it, you don't have a say in fixing it. 
Never do you want a society that says, we'll fix it for you, but rather opens up the opportunities for people to, quote-unquote, fix it themselves or find their moments of happiness. The Biden team doesn't seem to be down with this idea. Inauguration tomorrow. <laughs> this is Tony Katz today.